hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This episode doesn't have a number because it's a bonus episode. And this one here is something that's fresh off the press. And I'm joined with my good friend, Chris Schaefer, all about this, this new uh, announcement that Amazon threw at us yesterday about reviews. Once again, Amazon Amazon is cracking down on the reviews and kind of how they operate and kind of what they're uh, allowing us to do. So, Chris, what are you thinking, man? What's going on out there? Well, I, I'm going to just start off by saying it's been an interesting, well, at this point, it's been like 12 hours or 16 hours, I guess. Uh, we kind of waited for things to shake out a little bit before we jumped on. You know, quite honestly, I think when everything shakes out, that it's not going to be like this groundbreaking shift. I, I said yesterday to our, our friend, the Candyman, uh, I don't think it's going to be a tectonic shift, right? Like the whole business model isn't going away. It's not going to change. I don't think there's a massive panic that needs to ensue from this, especially as more, more information comes out, right? Amazon kind of dropped the hammer and, and laid out some new text in their terms of service that basically says, you know, you can't create, modify, or post content in exchange for compensation of any kind, including for your discounted products, which means, you know, they, they got rid of the language that explicitly allowed giveaways in exchange for reviews. But as they've started to kind of clear that up, uh, they posted some, some FAQs in Seller Central, and basically what it sounds like is they just don't want you to require a review when you're doing a giveaway anymore. So you can still do giveaways and promotions. In fact, they explicitly state it in their FAQ now. They say you may continue to offer discounts and promotions as long as they're not not offered in exchange for a review. And I, I think, think that word, word. yeah. I, I think that word exchange is the key word because what Amazon said, and they said it kind of in a statement or in an interview, I, I think it was the one with TechCrunch that they did where they said, you know, well, you still can do giveaways in exchange for a review, but only through Vine. And the reason for that was you didn't get to kind of pick and choose who got the product and who got the reviews, right? And what what their reasoning is here is, obviously, if you pick and choose who gets the product, it's not exactly unbiased, right? So the great the great review services like ReviewKick and even, even some of the ones like GetBSR and Thomason, right, where you have control kind of over who gets the product and you know that they're like trained professional reviewers. Amazon doesn't want that because quite honestly, and, and let's be honest guys, they're not always unbiased reviews, right? If, if somebody gets something for free, they're probably more likely to give you a positive review. And that's Amazon's view on this as well. So basically what they're saying from what I've gathered so far is you can still do, do promos and giveaways, but we want them to kind of be open. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to dig in a little bit and I know a lot of people are, are asking and, and we've asked, you know, like asked ourselves, like, you know, like what does this mean for Amazon sellers? Like a lot of people right away is like, okay, now it's over with. We're uh, not going to be able to sell on Amazon because now we're not going to be able to go out there and get our initial uh, set of sales and we're not going to be able to get our initial reviews. And like, so now what's going to happen? Like, what do we do? And me personally, yes, it's a shock. I mean, everyone knows about like, well, not everyone, but a lot of people know about when Google 
you know, made their big updates, right? It's like all of a sudden you could rank a website very easily by driving some backlinks to a website and all of a sudden it ranks real easy and it was easy for a while. And then all of a sudden they said, wait a minute here, we got to clean this up because people are starting to, you know, abuse it in a sense and we're going to fix that. And then overnight people lost their businesses because they built them with that model behind that. Now, what we're saying is, is really everything is still the same if you look at you know, like the, the entire process as far as like sales and reviews, right? That's what Amazon wants, right? Not necessarily that they want the review. They want their customers to be happy and they want uh, their customers or our customers. They're their customers really, uh, but they're our customers, but they want uh, those people to say if they liked it or if they didn't like it. And they want that to be honest because they know that that helps people make a buying decision. But in reality, guys, it's sales and reviews, and that's really the entire thing, right? So how do you still do that now that Amazon took away our, you know, our review groups that we re that we kind of relied on to do our launches and stuff? And I mean, me personally, if you're not doing like an email sequence in the back end of your everyday sales that you're getting, you should be. Like that's number one, right? So the way I look at it is, let's say for example now you went out and you said, okay, you know what? I'm not gonna use review groups right now. All I'm gonna do is go out there and I'm gonna build my own email list, which we've talked about, and I'm gonna just run Facebook ads to a landing page where people can get a 50% off discount, right? Now, if, if I wanna do that, I still can do that. I'm just not saying to them, I'm doing this because I want you to give me a review in exchange for that 50% off discount. All I'm saying is, I'm running a 50% off sale this week. And you know, here it is, right? But then on the back end of that, I still can have an email sequence in place that doesn't say, give me a review, give me a review. What it basically says is like we've talked before, I wanna make sure you're happy. I wanna make sure everything you received came on time. I wanna make sure that the product is what you expected and then maybe give them a free PDF. And then maybe three days later, you follow up and say, hey, just checking in again. Wanna make sure everything was okay. Could you do me a small favor? Could you let Amazon know how I did uh, for you with this product. I would really appreciate that. But I did not say you had to do that. That's the difference that I'm seeing, Chris. I mean, am I wrong? No. And I think, I think the difference there is everybody gets that email sequence, right? It's not just exactly. the people that, that got the promo discount. It's the people that got the 50% off, which was technically available to everybody and the people who paid full freight for it, right? You're not kind of picking and choosing who leaves you that basic reviews anymore, which is it, it, it sounds like a bigger change than it is. And I think it's funny that you brought up Google. And I think that's probably why I tried to have a cooler head about this than I wanted to, because I've been through all of that stuff on Google. You know, Scott, you've heard me talk about my background is e-commerce SEO and e-commerce uh, paid marketing PPC and those kinds of things. And so I've been through a lot of these kind of shifts. And the way that Amazon kind of presented this is a lot softer than the way, and it, it doesn't sound like it, but it, it, it is, to be honest with you, a lot softer than the way that a lot of other things like changes to Google happen, right? When, when Google drops the hammer, you drop out of the search results and you disappear. Amazon's just kind of saying, moving forward, we don't want you to do this anymore, right? Like yeah, yeah. Google kind of goes retroactive a lot of the time and you fall off the planet and then you have to figure out what they changed and you can kind of recover. Here, they're, they're saying moving forward, Let's not do this anymore, which I think is fine. And I think the thing that a lot of people are missing is that one, you don't need reviews to get sales. So even if even if Amazon got rid of the reviews, right, completely, they just deleted the review section, which they would never do because they know that it increases conversion rate, which helps make them more money and it helps make us more money. But even if they did, you could still get sales. And I, 
I don't know if you know this, Scott, but if you go back to episode 23, I didn't launch the way that you traditionally launch because we didn't know that it existed, right? Mm. We put that product up and we started getting organic sales because we had a well-written listing. You know, it was slow. It was slower in the beginning, but it's possible and it's still possible to this day, right? It, it happens all the time. And you hear people like Rich Kibble who start running PPC with zero reviews just to see if the product sells. Right. And then they would go do it. So it, it's yeah. not like it's the end of the business model. No, and that's something no. I want to clarify. The other thing that I think a lot of people are missing at this point is that a review group is just a list. Right. And I was I was having this conversation with Dom last night. A review group is just a list of potential buyers. It's a less targeted list than if you build one yourself. Right. So even if you know, you could no longer ever use a review group and, and, you know, Amazon starts tracking all of that stuff and they get really detailed about how, you know, who's getting what units and all of those kinds of things. You could still build a list and drive traffic on day one if you wanted to. Absolutely. And Absolutely. The, the thing that's funny is like, and I was talking to Dom again, the conversation I was having with Dom last night, he was like, oh, well, you know, that's, it seems like a lot of work. And I was like, Dom, this is how everybody launched two years ago, right? Th this is kind of how you've traditionally launched products. The thing that, that we did was we saw a loophole in the system and we said, oh, well, we can build these, these lists outside of, you know, me owning it or you owning it and get all of the benefits of doing that. And so we as sellers started to do that. It made it a lot easier to launch a product and to do those giveaways. And it involved a lot less work from from us as sellers, but it's not like this is something that no one has ever done before, right? And I, I think I said that to you last night. This is the way that products have been traditionally launched. You build a list and then you sell it to that list. So even if, you know, even if all of the promotional stuff goes away, you know, even if you could never use a review group again, you can still absolutely launch products because, and Scott, <laughs> I think you know where I'm going with this. What drives keyword rank? Right. We all know that keyword rank and ranking number one and, you know, all of those things drive the most sales. But what drives keyword rank? It's not reviews. Exactly. It's sales. It's sales. So if you can control any traffic, whether that's through PPC, whether that's through your own email list or, you know, the way that we've kind of traditionally done that is through some of these giveaway services to get that initial kind of chunk of people buying the product and then leaving us reviews that help to boost the conversion rate to get us faster organic and PPC sales. That's great, but we can still control traffic coming to that listing. If Amazon got rid of PPC and they didn't let you drive any external traffic, then I would be worried about it, right? In terms of a launch product yeah. or a product launch. Well, and, but, and I mean, going outside of that and saying like, or going out and finding someone else's audience that is a raving fan base for your product. And then you're reaching out to them and saying like, I'll give your audience 25% off. And you're not saying I want them to leave a review, although that's the, that's what's going to naturally happen in the back end of your sequence. Yes, it's going to be less. Uh, I guess the percentages will be less than it was before, but that's just, again, it's part of the game, right? It's part of the system. It's, it's kind of like part of the process now of how it's going to happen. But understand this too, everyone else is in the same boat now. And that's, that's a point that I wanted to make. And I'm going to go out on limb here and say, this is a good thing, right? Definitely. I, I view this as an opportunity more than anything else because, and, and Dom brought up a niche that you and I are in together that's fairly saturated, right? And he said, well, how would you launch a product there? And I said, well, you would do what we talked about doing, right? You build a list and you sell to it. And then you find people outside of Amazon 
in that same niche. So like the fly fishing example we gave on a, on a hot seat a couple weeks ago, right? You go to fishing blogs and those kinds of places and do exactly what you just said. I'm going to give you guys 25% off. You're going to get fewer reviews, but so is everybody else. So it means that, that niches in terms of reviews are going to be a lot less saturated less quickly. It means that you aren't going to see kind of this rush to the middle anymore at least in my opinion, because you're not going to have 10 people just giving away hundreds of units hmm. in exchange for a review. They actually have to do a little bit of work and drive the traffic. Yeah. Now, what what are they saying about this? And I, I've kind of read a little bit on this. What are they saying right now? I know you've re- read more of the material than I have about uh, going uh, retroactive, like back, uh, you know, as far as like if they've been given away at a discount or, uh, you know, like what's going to happen. Uh, and and that's why I said they were kind of softer on this than somebody like a Google, right? And Google, when they make changes, they do go retroactive and they say, if you did this type of backlink, it will no longer count. Right. Amazon doesn't appear to have done that. And if they change that, I'll, I'll get you guys an update on it. But basically what they said in the statement, and it wasn't in the terms, but it was in the statement that they gave that was published on TechCrunch, um, was, you know, if they're excessive, Right. Okay. Right. So basically it was, it was enacted on October 3rd. I don't know if they made it active the third or the fourth. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. Um, but as the statement came out on October 3rd and so they basically said anything moving forward, please don't do this anymore. Um, they said it a little more strongly than that, yeah, but that's yeah, what yeah. they're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then the, in, I think it was in the statement, they kind of said, you know, anything that's excessive retroactively will, will be taking a look at. So you may see some reviews get deleted, but I, I don't expect them to wipe out everything. Yeah, no, I I just think it's uh, again you're you're going to see uh, people now look at this as not an opportunity because of this one factor. Um, I look at it as it's it is more of an opportunity, in my opinion, for people that want to put in the work. It is going to be maybe a slower ramp up rate, right, to get your product going. Uh, but is private labeling dead? No. Again, we talked about it. Amazon, to me, is a, is a launch platform. It doesn't mean that that's going to be the platform where you're going to sell forever. Uh, or, uh, you know, like Dom has said, too, he's got he's got other platforms he's running on. He's on eBay. You know, he's on he's on the other, you know, um, uh, shopping networks, you know, so he's he's already kind of like he said, this isn't that big of a deal to his business. Yeah, it hurts, but it's not a huge deal. And he's just going to now adjust the launch strategy. So this way here, he can do it a little bit differently, you know, and there's, there's some things that we can probably go into. Maybe we'll do that on another podcast. I just really wanted to kind of reach out to all the TAS listeners and just let you guys know that yes, we heard the news, right? I think everybody did. And, uh, you know, our initial thoughts on it, uh, right now is that it's going to change the way that you launch a product, but not Really, because you're still doing the same thing that you're doing before or that you did before. It's just you're going to go about it a little bit differently. And yes, it's going to be a little bit more uh, or a little bit slower of uh, of a process depending on on the audience that you can reach. And again, I mean, I look at the, the site Slick Deals, right? I mean, they've got, you know, offers on that thing every single day. And it's not a review group necessarily, right? But People go there to buy products. So now what I'm looking at is like, and I know that Review Kick kind of put out a statement that, you know, theirs is going to be as of right now that we're recording this, you know, as of right now, they're looking at theirs is to be like a deal site in a sense, right? And if you go there as a deal site, you don't have to leave a review and you're not even mentioned that you have to even leave a review. Before a lot of these review groups, they would kick you off if you didn't leave a review. They'd give you like three strikes or something, right? Um, so 
And that was to really train the audience and, and their, their list to do that. But now I think what's going to happen is, is you're going to build your own list, which you should. And then when you have a product that you're ready to roll out, it's going to be going to that targeted list because you've built it or the audience that you can go and create a relationship with, meaning like the admin of that group, right? And reaching out to someone that's in fly fishing and saying, hey, I know you have an audience that's interested in this. Uh, I'd love to give, you know, 50 units to your audience for 25% off, or maybe just give 25% off for the next three days or something. And then that person can be an affiliate for your product through the uh, associates program through Amazon. So there's other ways that we can do it to get the sales. But then on the back end, we have to go ahead and start thinking about how are we going to get the reviews? And that would be having a solid email sequence in place, which we've talked to Chris, uh, Chris uh, Guthrie uh, before about that, which I'm going to probably have him back on again and hear his thoughts on this. But again, I just wanted to get on here with you, Chris, and really just kind of talk about this and kind of get it out and see exactly where you were thinking, where I was thinking, and uh, a few others. I know today we're going to also jump on a Facebook Live and do that as well. And, uh, you know, I'm, again, just kind of plowing through this to really get up to date and, uh, and to try to stay current, but then also try to come up with our new strategy that we'll be uh, rolling out, which isn't going to be that much different. Yeah, I, I think the uh, I don't the anecdote here is what's old is new again, right? You know, it, I don't think in the grand scheme of things much will change when everything shakes out. I do think going to the the traditional, and I say traditional not necessarily in the Amazon sense, but in the business, the online marketing, the marketing sense, right? Find your customer base, give them a product, and then in this case, you're doing that in conjunction with the platform that is Amazon to help you reach all of the buyers that are on Amazon, which is exactly what you're doing now. You're just doing it with a review group instead of reaching out to a blogger who has a list or a website that has a list that may be interested in driving some traffic to your product. Um, the other thing that I want to touch on with that really quick is I think going to a strategy like that, and we'll, we'll cover all of this in detail, I'm sure, in, in upcoming episodes, but going to a strategy like that is going to help Amazon sellers in the long term because it gets them acquainted with some of the strategies that will work to launch when they're ready to move off of Amazon and start build their own sales channels. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I, I like it. All right, Chris, I think that's going to wrap up this short little episode. I wanted to, I say short, it was uh, almost 20 minutes, uh, but we can talk about this stuff forever now. Obviously, this is the hot topic, um, but just I want to let people know that, you know, in business, you know, these obstacles are going to, they're going to happen, right? Uh, again, I, I, I think I mentioned it, I don't know, maybe on another episode. Uh, you know, I've, had, I've got a neighbor, they, they own a pub, uh, you know, right down the road, and someone else is coming in and building a pub the exact same style, right? So it's like there's competition, there's different ways that you can get, you know, referrals, there's different ways that you can get leads, there's different ways that you can, uh, you know, add bonuses, there's all different things that you can do, but there's always going to be ways and strategies that, uh, you know, may work one time and then they might not work the next, but it's really all about sales and reviews in this case. But when you're in business, it's all about sales and then making sure that your customer's happy. And I think building your own email list, um, to then let people know that you have a product out or partner up with other people that have blogs or, or, uh, you know, YouTube channels or an influencer of some kind, um, that's going to be a strategy I think moving forward that again, I think that'll help you also when you want to start getting sales outside of Amazon. So Chris, I think that's it, man. That's going to wrap this up. I'm sure we're going to have a ton more to talk about, but I just want to let everyone know, just take a deep breath, 
Uh, that's what I'm doing. That's what Chris is doing. We're all just kind of taking it all in and really looking at the entire business model. And it's really, it's not done, right? It's uh, it's just a new a new little thing that we have to deal with that we are going to deal with. And I think it's going to make us stronger and it's going to also weed out the ones that don't want to do the work. So Chris, I think that's a great point. Yeah. So I was going to say, do you have any last little bits of, uh, of advice or anything you want to tell people? That was actually going to be the last point that I was going to make, which is, you know, me. I know you <laughs> jerk. Uh, no, I, I think one of the, one of the best things that's going to come out of this. And, and the reason that I sound optimistic, at least I hope I sound optimistic, uh, is because it's going to weed out, some of the competition, which is a good thing always. And it's also going to weed out the people who weren't interested in turning this into a real business, which is something that you and I have kind of always pushed. This is not a get rich quick scheme. This is not an overnight success thing. Yes, overnight successes happen, but that's a happy side effect of launching and and doing all of these things correctly. So I think it's going to open up a lot of additional opportunities for the people who do take this seriously. And most of those are in the TAS community. So, yeah, no, I agree. Uh, Okay, guys, that's it. That's going to wrap it up. I am going to close this out as I always do. Remember, okay, I'm here for you and I believe in you and I'm rooting for you, but you have to, you have to, even though you come up with an obstacle like this, you still have to get out there and take action and you have to just take yourself, move yourself a little bit further and then get over that obstacle. All right, guys. So that's it. Take care. Take action.